Hey, welcome to the Intuitive Mindset with Jeannie Lynch. Really excited to continue this series. First series, second podcast. And today we'll be uncovering the do's and the don'ts of doing an intuitive practice. (laughs) So what does that mean? Whether you're, you know, just learning how to connect to your own higher self, or you have an intuitive practice and you're looking to share that more with others. These are the do's and don'ts of doing this work. Can't wait to share that beautiful information. That episode is coming up next. Stay listening. Hello, and welcome back to the Intuitive Mindset with Jeannie Lynch. Really excited you're listening to my second episode and my first series called Teaching Intuition. Really excited to today, I'm going to be sharing the do's and the don'ts of doing this work. So what does that mean? (laughs) Let's find out together. I'm going to share 10 tips and along with a couple stories to hopefully illustrate and make my point that doing this work is actually, it's a blessing, but you can also, you know, there's some mistakes to be made. So let's find out what those are in this episode. Enjoy. So as we run down the top 10 tips today for doing this work, let's start with number one. Absolutely never offer information without being asked first. (laughs) Never. Even if you think you're going to be able to save their life, it is not for you to project on anybody. So always, if somebody's there struggling and you think you have the best solution from you and you're getting a hit from whoever you think it's from, the first thing you must do is ask if you can give some information. Say that straight up. Um, I'm hearing what you're saying right now. I'm really feeling led to share something with you. Would you be open to hear what I am getting? That's an invitation, okay? But the point is never project. Number one, out of the gate. Let's go. Number two, nothing intuitive is ever linear. Let me say that again. Nothing intuitive is ever linear. So this goes into, you know, when do you think that will happen? Tell me if I should take the job. Um, Should I stay with my husband? You know, how much longer? Will I win the lottery? That's, That's all guessing and it's just ridiculous because of this beautiful thing, free will. So if free will is such a beautiful gift from God and we have free will at every God given moment, do you think that anyone, including your own connection to higher self, would ever be able to predict time? So nothing intuitive is ever linear. That is number two, let's keep going. Number three, um, the way we get information in a session, so the way you're getting information is just as important as the information you're getting. If it's from yourself, pay attention to all the things around that. Let's keep going. In this work, number four is we absolutely, we meaning the reader needs to stay away from projecting and telling and giving information as um, absolute. (laughs) There is no absolute in doing this work. We will only, we should, only guide, suggest. We never tell, okay? So that is absolutely our responsibility. I always say we give language. If you've worked with me, you've heard me say this. A good reader, a good reader, 
The only job of a good reader is to give your energy, your situation, your crisis, your experience, language from higher self. So you should leave totally affirmed. Okay, more to come on that. Number five, shut down our responsibility to shut down ask polls. Okay, so now you, that's not a bad word, by the way. Ask, A-S-K, polls. Sounds, it sounds bad, but it, it, it is a reference to that. It's the people who, you know, become addicted to getting information, feel like they can't make a decision unless they run it through you because after all, you, you're guiding them. That's heads up to you. You're not doing your job. If somebody can't move through, I've said this before on my whole series is about me putting myself out of work. It is not my job for someone to rely on me, that's ego, to need to make a decision in life. Our job as a good reader is to push them to be able to make their own decisions, teaching them to connect to higher self. Okay, that's number five. Moving on, number six. Um, information, when you're receiving it or getting it, it should never feel like a punch in the gut. Um, I worked with a woman recently, you know, came in totally in a tailspin. She got on Facebook and somebody gave her some really terrible information because they flipped a card and, and it was so absolute, kind of back to my other point. And she was sick about it and showed up to me asking for guidance. And I said that would never be higher self. And so it took 40 minutes of working together for her to totally delete and trash that whole aspect force her to get off the group, let her join our group, whatever, right? That's my point, that information, when it's higher self, will always feel love, warm, supportive, neutral, uh, feels like a hug. If it feels like a punch in the gut, it is not coming from any anything divine. Do you agree? Let's move on. Number seven, nobody knows better than the sitter. <laughs> I'm the reader, the sitter. So what does that mean? I'm not going to get into any type of a tug of war with somebody. If I'm giving information and I say, does that make sense? And they say it means no sense. Okay. Or does that resonate with you or line up with you? Or do you, do you agree with that? And if that person in front of me says no, then I tell them, then let it go. I never force anybody because you've perceived or said it or it came from you and you're reading and you're caught on ego and you believe it's for their benefit. Now they might hear it differently later, which is why I like recording my sessions, but um, at, even at that time, if they don't hear that, it's not, it's not time. They're not supposed to hear it. So let it go. Do you agree? Let's keep going. Um, number eight. There is absolutely no room, I don't care how big your room is that you're doing this work in, there is no room in this work for your ego. None. So Control-Alt-Delete your ego in a session, and I will kind of make reference to this. It is so much easier to read a stranger off the street, to meet someone on the bus and, and give them great guidance, right? After I'm asked, right? Um, than it is to work closely with my sisters or a best friend because I do have to work. You have to work so much harder to filter out the knowing. And if you've worked with me, you've probably heard me say that. Hold on, I got to spend a little time in what I know, and I have to dump that in order to get to that higher self or the message from your guides. So there's no room in the no room in that room, no matter how big the room is, for your ego. Let's keep going. 
Stay away from um, influenced information. So what does that mean? If you know you have a session with somebody and someone else is, and knows that, let's say they talk and, oh, I understand you're working with so-and-so, or you know her too, let me, and somebody starts to give you information, put your hand up quickly and say, oops, so I'm sorry, I'm in the process of getting ready to work with that person, I would appreciate you not you telling me nothing. Um, you don't go looking because you've got a filter and you've got to, if you're being genuine, you're doing this work, you're not looking for any of it. In fact, you're shutting it down. And as you know, from working with me, um, if someone comes to me and they say, oh, I, and I ask, have you ever had a session? It's one of the first questions I ask. And they say yes. And then they start to tell me what happened in another reading that they did. I quickly put up my hand and say, please don't tell me anything until the end if you'd like to share so that if you hear it again, it's affirmation. That's what I mean by being careful not to be influenced by outside information. Okay, let's keep going. Number 10, number 10, it is our responsibility to filter. Hmm. And what does that mean? I told you earlier, you know, it's important how you get the information. That's not this. What I'm saying when I say it's our responsibility to filter is it's really important that we're, it's got to be love. It's got to be through the gates of love. It's got to be through the gates of service. It's got to be through, you know, all that has to be cleaned up to give it to the person. Even if you think it's part of the way you're receiving it, if it doesn't feel like it honors them or it's this, the, they're, it's the answering the question that they're really looking for, if it's just garbage, it's your job to throw it out, okay? So I might get a little controversy there in conversation. Seems like I've contradicted myself. Hopefully you know what I mean. So to make my point, I'm gonna start sharing, I have two stories. I was training in the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, you know, um, Raymond R. Moody, Brian, R. Brian Weiss, um, Sonia Chiquette, I think was there. It was a whole life after life, life after death conference. And there was a woman who I had trained there a couple other times and she was always there. So she was she was seeking knowledge and wisdom and learning like I was. And she ne she didn't remember me. So we were in one of our little workout sessions. We ended up working together and uh, she was telling me that she was in training to be a medium and really wanted to do this work. So we connected through that. And in the middle of our little chat together, she she raises up her hand and she goes, oh yes, I remember you now. And she says, I remember you have a little girl. And as she did that, she covered her hand and she says, I'm seeing, I'm seeing blunt trauma to the head. Now, when she said that, I quickly realized what she was doing because I had told her nothing about my daughter and what had happened, just that I had lost a child. So when she started to give me that information, I quickly grabbed onto her hand and, you know, she, her eyes were closed and had to say, ho, ho, hey, wait a minute. It's just she opens her eyes and I said, no, say nothing more. I didn't ask you that you've crossed a line with me. That's not the information I want to hear. Um, that's not important to me. You're done. And I shut her quickly down, okay? And you know what my point is there. It is our responsibility to filter. That girl had no filters, and if she thought in that moment that that would be good information, back to the other point I made earlier, um, 
not only the way she was getting information, right? That's all part of it. It's our job to filter. That's my story. Okay. Let me set this up. There were two women working together at a Brian Weiss past life regression conference that I went to. And the instructions from Brian Weiss, if you don't know who he is, many lives, many masters, so many amazing books. I'll put up a little tag here in my cards for Brian Weiss and his books. Um, he told his instructions were to, you know, switch over, like give a watch or a ring, give some piece of thing that you had to the other person and and then play intuitively just see what you get hold the item and let you know and then he would give three to five minutes and then he would ask you to switch and you would do it for each other so everyone was off in little couples doing this so these two women were working together and so here's what happened the first woman gets she takes the watch and evidently it was the watch of you know this woman and she sees this beautiful scene of you know the curtain window in the kitchen and she looks out the kitchen and she's describing this memory bench that got placed with the flowers describing the flowers that were in the garden she can see the curtains and the paisley print and the wallpaper i mean the woman gave so much detail holding her this woman's watch okay and went on to tell her all this when they came out of their session of course the woman when she told her all the detail was just crying she had lost her son her son they had planted a bench with the garden and she described the curtains and she that's my kitchen I stand there often looking out that window and thinking of him it was just this beautiful thing so now it was time for them to do the other side right so when it was the other woman's turn she had a ring uh, to do the same thing. She closed their eyes and of course, what does she see? The three little pigs. She, you know, she, oh, she thought to herself, oh, don't do this. You know, this is the way she told the story. Oh, come on, this woman just did this amazing thing for me and you're showing me three little pigs. You know, she got in her head, her ego, and went back in and tried to look and sure enough, again, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. She kept seeing, you know, straw, brick, everything to do animated not just the three little pigs but animation so she came back and of course there they are having this exchange together and the woman goes well what'd you get and she says oh i i don't want to tell you and and you know after everything you did for me i, I can't even tell you and the woman says no come on you know brian just told us to give whatever you got and she says well all i saw was the three little pigs and I'm embarrassed to tell you, but that's all that showed up. And every time I tried to push it away, it just kept coming back stronger. And worse than that, I saw it in complete animation. So the woman's mouth is down. So here's what she didn't know. Her father had cancer and her father lived with her and they had went through hospice in her property the whole bit. And every day his one joy was to wheel his wheelchair out to the garden because she worked in her garden all day. And right out by the garden was three little statues and guess what? You guessed it of the three little pigs. And that's where he spent the last couple months of his life was watching her work in the garden. And how else, right? So 
that's how I'm going to end my beautiful story today and my 10 tips and two stories. This is Jeannie Lynch. I have so enjoyed bringing this work to you. Give me a thumbs up if you liked it. If I'm missing something that you would like to add to my ethic list, if you've had a good reading, a bad reading, um, I think all that conversation we can all learn from. Do you agree? Have a nice day. Namaste. Hey, thank you so much for your time today. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel under Jeannie Lynch. And I do really appreciate your time and energy that you gave me. So don't forget to subscribe. I appreciate you following. Have a nice day now. Bye. Thank you.